Good morning, it's Ruth Hartunian Ellenbaugh, Ravings and Cravings here with you on your Monday night at 5.05 or something like that p.m. Oh, 5.07 tonight. That song went a little long, Matt. You know, you jipped me out of two minutes. I'm sorry. I know, so I'm going to have to hold you to, I get to go to 5.32. Yes, okay. you do. All right. So, guys, tonight I'm very excited. I hope some of you are going to call in. I'm going to read the little press release so that you know what tonight is about, because if you didn't read the Chronicle, now you will know what tonight is about. Here's what it says. The community is invited to call in and share brief, brief stories about traditional foods that you will be eating at this time of the year, or even a funny story about a flop, because, you know, we all have flops. We all do. I have had many flops. In fact, at one point... Oh, I don't know if I should say, I'll say it, why not? At one point, I was trying to think of a presentation to do for local libraries when they would call and ask about food things that I could do. And I thought, everybody's done that. Everybody's done this. Everybody's done, and I thought, I'm going to do a presentation called Don't Throw It Away. And so I brought in my cooking and baking flops, and I showed people what I did with them to make them into good food so I didn't have to throw them out. And that was that was great. I think I did that at least, I want to say three different libraries. And so that was fun. So yes, we all have flops. So turn your dial. You should be on 1400 AM or 95.3 FM. Otherwise, you're not hearing me. You can phone in at 860-456-1400 anytime. Matt is ready to answer the phone if you want to tell a story about something that you're eating or a funny story about holiday food. I have a whole pile of things that I wrote down. I have talking points, and I also have a very cute uh, Santa princess hat on for those of you who can't see me, but who will be able to see me on YouTube. I have all kinds of talking points on this little piece of paper. At the front end of the show here, what I should do is tell you what's going to be happening between now and the end of the year. So next week, Denise Torres will be on with me, and we'll be talking with another business, and it will be our bilingual program. That would be on December 18. And then Christmas and New Year's are both on Mondays. So we will have music and things playing all through those days, and then resume regular programming on January 8th. So that's the the schedule for the upcoming upcoming couple of weeks. I sit on an advisory committee for the Salvation Army, and so at the front end of the show, I'm also going to play this wonderful message from Captain Carmen Cologne. Uh, some people will not be eating very well during the season, and of course, hunger knows no season. And so I told her that I would be playing this audio clip that she sent me over the radio so you guys could could hear her her plea for assist so i'm going to play that from my phone let's see how that works here we go we are in the season of joy this is captain carmen victoria cologne with the salvation army in willimantic need has no season help someone all year round with your help and the help of your friends we can make sure that those who are in need in our community have a bright christmas Please visit our virtual Red Kettle campaign online or visit one of our Red Kettle buckets and scan the QR code. There, you can put your donation. Your partnership and support will help our community as we show our love beyond the holiday season. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Yay for Captain Carmen. So there's, there's your Salvation Army commercial during today's show. I'm going to talk about some things about as far as food 
in my life and in my family traditions. But you're welcome to call in at any time. So feel free, feel free at any time. One thing I make that people clamor for are the dinner rolls. They're made out of yeast and they require two rises. And I usually make at least 10 to 12 dozen, probably I'd say a week or two before Thanksgiving because then I can partially bake them and then I can brown them when it's time to serve them. And I think if I think I know a number of people who come to my house and that's what they ask for. I think if I could serve dinner rolls for a meal, that would be fine for my husband. If I make fresh baked bread and he comes home from work and there's hot bread and cold butter, that is dinner. This is it. This is all that's necessary. So that's one thing that I've made for about 30 years. And you know, when you do something for a long time, you learn things that, you know, there are directions that are not written in the recipe. So I write certain notes in there. So when I teach other people how to make these things, they're going to be more successful than I ever was because I have the notes, I have the cheat notes, I have the things that make things easier. So that's one thing that I make during this time of the year. The other thing that I just shared on campus at UConn, and Matt, I didn't bring any for you, too bad. I should have, but I saw that they were going and people were enjoying them, so I was like, leave them there. I have a recipe for triple ginger cookies. And I don't know about you, but I like chewy. I don't like crispy. I like chewy better. So these cookies are really wonderful and chewy and they have chunks of ginger, crystallized ginger in it. Another cookie that I make is called a sandwich cream. And that one, it just takes a long time to do because you have to make the cookie, let it cool, then you make the filling, then you realize that the filling is kind of hard and it breaks the cookie. So you have to figure out other ways to put the cream in there and then you dip it in chocolate and then you can roll it in peppermint if you want to. So that's another, it's a, it's a good cookie that I usually make in, I would say in shifts. So for one day I'll make the dough, put it away. Another day I'll make the cookie and another day I'll make the filling. So it's like a four or five day process. It works much better than doing it all at once. It's just too tiring. And you know what, believe it or not, I just, at Thanksgiving, I think I'll have to do it at Christmas. I had a bunch of international friends over for Thanksgiving and the pie that went the quickest. So I had, I had apple and I had, I had cherry. That was my son's uh, request. I had apple, I had cherry, I had pumpkin and I had pecan, pecan pie, gone gone and gone. So I think I might have to make something like that for Christmas. And I don't think I'm going to have as big a crowd. So I won't have as many people to, to cook for. So those are some of the traditions that I have. Uh, I'm going to take my hat off here because it's a little warm in the studio. A uh, couple of other things that I can talk about is the dinner that I've had with my friend Kathleen every Christmas Eve night. So she was in the studio, I think it was a couple weeks ago. Two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. Yeah, it was two weeks ago when my guest at that time couldn't show up. And so we talked about our Christmas Eves. And so we've spent every Christmas Eve, almost every Christmas Eve together for probably the last, I want to say, well, I know since 1985. Were you born then, Matt? No. No. That was before you were born? <laughs> and she has made very lavish meals on those days and we still eat well on Christmas Eve and it's a lovely time when she has Christmas crackers and all kinds of other traditional things that's part of our family tradition 
and also going to a Christmas Eve service. So I don't know. A lot of people, I think, go to church on Christmas Eve. I, I do that. That's a happy tradition. Last year for Christmas Eve, I played the piano for a church out in, I think it was in Pomfret, for their Christmas Eve service. They had a nice little baby grand piano. So I'm going to kind of take a little bit of a rabbit trail because, you know, food and music, they kind of go together. They go well together. It's a good pairing. If you guys want to hear songs of the season, you can go to my YouTube channel, which is my name, Ruth Hartunian hyphen Allenbaugh. And there are a number of Christmas recordings there. There are at least two dozen that are basically straight carols with the words played on a big pipe organ. But then there are other, like my piano students, we did one year, we did a countdown to Christmas. So every day from December 1st to the 25th, it was a student playing a holiday song and a description and then, you know, countdown to Christmas, etc. And so I have some songs in there too. I also have the We Need a Little Christmas Project on my YouTube channel too. So feel free. If you'd like some music during this season, make a playlist out of the, maybe the organ things would be kind of nice. So... Yeah, go to, you can go to my YouTube channel and you can enjoy some music. I think somebody's on the phone or else it's a wrong number because that does happen. All right. Thank you. All right, you need your headphones. Headphones. These? Yes. These. Okay. If you can't hear loud enough, let me know. And I okay. Turn everything I have headphones on. And hello. Hello, Ruth. Hi, who am I talking to? Hi, this is Sandy. Uh, I, uh, I was born in a country called Guyana, formerly British Guyana. Uh, yeah. It's uh, in South America, near to Brazil uh-huh. and Venezuela. And um, <clears throat> we have a dish called pepper pot. Now, it has nothing much to do with pepper, but that's the name. Uh-huh. It's uh, made with something called casrip, which is a kind of sauce that the native Indians make out of um, the juice from cassava, which is a wow. uh, ground provision. Uh-huh. It's called yucca, I think, by I Spanish okay. people. Uh-huh. And uh, it's boiled with meat. And uh, you add whatever seasoning. You could use uh, beef or pork or whatever. And uh, you add, uh, like, cinnamon and stuff to it. And you could add a little, like, uh, a little pepper, a piece of pepper or something and some garlic. And you let it boil for hours and hours. And it becomes the the casrip when you buy it. It becomes like molasses. It's dark. But it has, it's a distinct Guyanese uh, dish that you come up with after it boils and boils. And it's delicious. And the people make their homemade bread and dunk it in like a stew. Mm. It's absolutely delicious. So where can you find that ingredient? I, you're telling me something that I have never heard of. So I'm learning something. Thank you for calling, Sandy. Yeah. Where do you find I, that? Uh? Where do you find that ingredient? Uh, online or in um, there's a place called Little Guyana or in uh, Hartford. There's really? some Caribbean stores, um, but and there's a Little Guyana in uh, Liberty Avenue in Queens. If you ever wow. that's like a little ways, but uh, I also <clears throat> heard you talk about plum. Um, 
plum pudding. Is that what you said? Well, Something you can like talk that. about plum pudding. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, we also have not Guyana, like I said, is the only English-speaking country in South America, so we kind of associate with Jamaica, um, yeah. uh, Barbados, mm-hmm. and those Trinidad. Mm-hmm. And so at Christmas time, it's a big time there. Um, hmm. In fact, everybody goes home to Guyana for the holidays, and they just have a feast. Mm -hmm. And uh, they make, um, like, fruitcake, Caribbean, or some people call it black cake um, or fruitcake. And what you do is, to to get a better taste of it, you, um, (coughs) you get, like, prunes, raisins, cherries, Mm-hmm. Um, currants and that kind of, and, and mm-hmm. you grind it up in, uh, or put it in your blender and make it a little, um, not like very fine, but you grind it up with some wine and throw it in a bottle and let it just ferment kind Whoa. of thing for months. The longer months. you do it, the better. And you come up with this wow. nice mixture, and then you make a cake with flour and vanilla and this oh, and that. San- Sandy, Absolutely delicious. Where do you live, Sandy? I'm coming to visit. Oh, I live in Lebanon. <laughs> you Lebanese live in Lebanon? Oh, yeah, I can't I love believe Lebanon. it. Well, this and is- this is my home, away from home. Well, In fact, I've been here for a long time, but my mother made all this lovely stuff. She's not uh, here anymore with us, bless her soul, hmm. but she was a fabulous cook. Fabulous. Happy memories, I think, huh? Of course. So thank you for sharing some of your traditions. I've never heard of those. So do you have roti? Yes, I make roti and, and dal puri and, and puri? curry yes. and oh, all that, you all have, that. And curry goat, do you have any of that in your refrigerator no, today? No, that's more a Jamaican uh, kind of right. thing. They say curry goat. Do you make I, mobby? Yeah, I know what that is. Yes, and sorrel. Yes, sorrel. What do you know about this? Hey, I, you know, I, I pride myself in knowing my, knowing my topic. You know, I need to yeah. make sure that I'm. There's a Jamaican like fast uh, food place up in Hartford near the hospital and my friend likes to go there and she likes to get the Kalaloo Kalaloo with shrimp yep and uh, sorrel she likes uh, we get the sorrel drink it's so sweet but I so I like it better like if it has ice cubes and it's a little more watered down well let me tell you this Ruth yeah you could make a wine out of it by just I believe it it. Um, (laughs) I believe it (laughs) yeah you could make a wine out of it in fact, uh, I've done it um, a while back. I haven't done it recently. But you know what Pilari is and Dalpuri and all yes, this? You I know do. all that? Yeah. Oh, my God. This girl. is an Armenian girl living in Connecticut who knows about that. Oh, my God. So, you, you know know. you know why? You know part of the reason why? I will oh. tell you. I used to be the choir director at a church in Hartford. Yeah. And everyone in the choir was either from Trinidad or Guyana or Barbados, yeah. or Jamaica. So they were all island people. The island. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so island. I ate island food, but I draw the line at Moabi. I oh. just can't drink that. No, no, I no don't, thank I you. I wouldn't make that. that. There's other fruit no. drinks that are, they take the, like, you know, if you get a fresh pineapple and you cut the, uh, okay, we'll the take skin that. off, sure. and you throw it in a, in a container with some water and you let mm-hmm. it ferment overnight, mm-hmm. put some sugar in it and some spice or that whatever. That sounds okay. We can do that. 
So, so Ruth, yes. I should get together with you. Okay, so I have a Facebook page, Ravings and Cravings. Just uh, come say hi to me and put a picture of that thing that you're talking about that at the beginning of the show that you like to have for Christmas. I would yes. love to see what that looks like. Yeah. Thing is, I hate to burst the bubble. I don't do Facebook. I'm like a little antisocial with the face. Okay, well, do you, that's but okay. But I could drop you a line there at the station, right? Uh, yeah, or you can, if you do email, you can... Yeah. I do patties, too, sometimes. At oh, time. don't even tell me. All right. You have uh, to, like, not talk to me anymore right, because uh, I'm going to get right. too hungry. Hey, it's good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, too, Sandy. Thank you for calling. Of course. Bye. Have a happy Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, that is very sweet. Very sweet. I really appreciate <laughs> Should I take these off? Do I yeah, take them off? Take I can them. take them off now. All right. Oh, Sandy, thanks for calling in. That was that was very interesting. See, now, when people call in, you're going to learn so much about me that you're going to wish that, you know, that was just a little too much. I'm going to change my little hat here for those of you who, who do have the, the visual. I'm going to put in on my Christmas, Christmas tree. Again, you can call in your favorite traditional foods or flop stories about holidays, 860-456-1400, in case you didn't get that. All right, so I'm going to work my way down my list here. So, you know, the holidays, people do like to cook. They like to bake and stuff like that. And sometimes we just don't have that time to do it. So since I love local things, I love mountain dairy eggnog. So I am thinking that it should be out by now. It should be out by now. They better. Okay, then we're good. So I use I use that eggnog to make a great eggnog cake, and then it has an eggnog buttercream frosting. So for the liquid, I'll use the eggnog instead of like an extract or water or whatever. Sometimes they say milk. So and that starts with just a box mix. So if you just follow the directions on the box mix, and instead of the, it's usually oil, eggs, and water. You do oil, eggs, and eggnog, okay? And it can be the adult version or the non-adult version, if you know what I mean. You can have something simple and something good, too. So I'll put a plug-in for the local library. So I have at least three or four 20-gallon containers of different shaped pans, okay? So no judgment here, people, all right? At one point, if there was an interesting pan, I was buying it, especially I never buy stuff new. So some of those pans are like $35, $40. I'm like, no way. But if I see it at a tag sale or a thrift store for a couple bucks, well, sure, why not? Well, I finally had to decrease my supply so I donated a bunch of things to the public library. Willimantic Public Library has a lending program for baking pans and some of them are my cast-offs which are still good pans but you can go you can withdraw it use it and then bring it back and it won't take up four 20 gallon containers in your basement like it does at my house. So I think that that's a, that's a nice thing to be able to do because then you don't have to deal with all of the space that they take up. I actually use some baking pans to line the near the, the ceiling of my kitchen. I, I have an area there where I can mount the pans. So some of my favorite ones are mounted on the wall. So, yeah, that's kind of a fun thing to do, too. For this Christmas, I'm thinking I'm going to do... 
I, I like to do different things. I like to try different things. My sister thinks that I am crazy because I try new things and I serve them immediately. Like, I don't practice doing them. I just, to me, there's always pizza. You know, if I really, if it's a real flop, I can always order pizza, right? But for 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 the holidays, I'll, I'll try lots of different things. So I'll, I, I read cookbooks like people read novels. I like old cookbooks because I think they're just just delightful because they're like a piece of history you know you normally wouldn't look at a recipe now that would have a half a pound of crisco in it you know we wouldn't see that necessarily because everybody's so health conscious but like my favorite pie recipe starts with crisco all right it it still does Um, but this year i think uh i was looking at goose but it's expensive and I thought, well, if I'm going to spend the money, and then what if people don't like it? It's just going to be my family. I'm thinking I'm going to do something like a Christmas charcuterie this year. So instead of making a big meal with big elements in it, I'm going to just have a beautiful spread on a charcuterie board, which one of my friends gave me for Christmas one year, and just arrange things there. And that way people can just eat all day. They can, we love sushi. We love different things. We like salty things. We like crunchy things. And charcuterie lets you hit all the right, lets you hit all the right notes. And I know I'm not so artistic. I know some of you out there, there may be some Pinterest fans. I, I just can't even go there. I just can't. I just figure, you know what, I just, just put the food on the table and they will come. They don't really care what it looks like, even though I know we eat with our eyes. All right. I should, I don't want to discourage people. I just think it's it's lovely to see a beautiful table. But I think I'm going to do the charcuterie thing this year. So that, that's what I'm thinking of doing. How about you, Matt? What are you guys doing for... What do you guys do? Do you want to like come on the other side of the camera? We have two minutes. Oh, we have. That's, are you kidding? We have two minutes left. All right. All right. Well, do you want to? You can tell us. What are you doing? I don't know yet, to be honest. Oh, you don't know. I don't know. Okay. Something with eggnog. I got some eggnog, so I'm gonna at least have some eggnog. All right. Eggnog. <laughs> sure. Of course. Um, probably a pie. What flavor does your family like? I love pumpkin, but my dad wants apple, so we got pumpkin for Thanksgiving. So I'm gonna get him an apple pie for. Huh. Okay. All right. I think I'm going to do the pecan thing. But, I, you know, I also, you know, I like pecan. I could I could eat that for breakfast. <laughs> but also, I, I do like international things. One of my fondest memories is when I had an open house for international friends at Christmas. And three scholars from China came in with all of the ingredients you need to make jiaozi or dumplings, the traditional dumplings. And so they took up every flat surface in my kitchen and they made the dumpling skins, like the flour and everything, rolled it out with the little rolling pin, boiled them. After everybody had already eaten, they were serving they were serving dumplings. And that story made, actually it made the Country Woman magazine. I submitted it a couple years after that that happened. And so that was a very fond memory. You know, whatever you do for the holidays, and maybe you don't want to do anything. Because, you know, at the end of the day, everybody does need to eat. Whatever you do, I hope it's... A blessed season and it's a good week for you i will look forward to being back here with y'all next monday on good company wili